This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Do the show, bitch! Welcome to Ben and Woods try to say this nicely when you look at ben paul and me it doesn't scream athlete i know you fat bastards want to eat some of this with ben higgins go to hell pro sports stephen woods <laughs> that was incredible and paul Rindo. all right get ready tier ones oh. it's ben and woods finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio on 97.3 the fan do the show bitch all right, halfway home on a Monday, Ben and Woods, 97.3, The Fan. It's a beautiful, beautiful day outside. I'm Woodsy, that's Paul Rindle. He is the uh, executive producer of this program. Can you t- change the channel, because I'm going insane. Our satellite's messed up, and we're trying to watch the golf in here, and it's glitching like crazy. It's like the Odyssey app if it was on a television station. Yeah? Yeah, I'm yeah, just getting some sunspots, maybe, or... Flare, solar flares, possibly. I have inter- no idea. Interfering. It's terrible, though. Satellite reception. Benjamin Higgins, the other voice you hear. Friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. There goes my chance to watch golf the rest Correct. of the day. Was that just an excuse no. to make sure I pay attention? No, because I like golf, too. But, <laughs> but also. But also, it's not going to hurt our show. <laughs> Fair enough. How's it going? I'm good. good. I'm good. Good first half of the show. Very um, fun. Had a ton of phone calls on FanFest, which uh, actually forced us to push back, take on Woods. Uh, we're just going to push it back a full hour, which means we're now about oh, six or seven minutes away. So if you'd like to be our contestant today and take on Woods in our musical trivia challenge for a chance to uh, enter into our grand prize drawing for a getaway to Las Vegas, you can call now 833 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. 0973. Get in the queue and be ready to play here in a couple of minutes. So many people at uh, at FanFest were like, oh man, I play every day, you know, along with you in the car. I usually get about four. I should call in someday. And I always tell them, yes, please. I'm I'm I don't I don't like to lose, but I don't mind. That means people get to qualify for a good prize. And uh it's nice um to 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 have a you know nice competitor every now and then. I uh, I do think that when the actual you know the lights are on when, when the, the bright lights is, hit the pressure is the highest it's a little harder uh, to come up with those answers that you came up with in your car as you're driving to work but you know give it a try you never know we're very nice play. we're not going to be mean to you no we're very very friendly but no one's won yet this month so no get a chance to to jump in and. Uh, Get a good chance to win that getaway to Las Vegas. You play Take On Woods. Yep, indeed. Uh, please uh, call now, 833-288-0973. Very excited to talk to you. Very excited to play Take On Woods on this beautiful, beautiful Monday. Happy birthday to my son, Bo. Turned five today. It is, uh, it's wild. Five's a big birthday. You know, any multiples of, of five, right? Five, ten, 
15's a big one. 16's a big one. 20 is not. 20's not. It's like you're so close. Because you're waiting for 21. And like, you know, most kids never taste a sip of alcohol until they're 21. But you're waiting for that first time you could be official and walk into a bar. And say, and then you never get carded anymore. It's just how it works. I had 45 a couple of years ago. I didn't feel all that huge as no, well. No, 45 was not But it all, obviously the... 20, 30, 40, 50 oh, yeah. are all big ones. It turns into 10s. 10s, yeah. 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 I, it starts at 5s. And, and then I eventually... care less about 35 in a couple of years. Yeah. 40 will be a big one. 40's a bitch. I feel like 13 is a real thing or not. It's like a real 12 bitch. to 13's is kind of a big one. You're a teenager. Yeah, teen. When you're a teen, you feel a little more grown up when you're a teen, even though you're yeah. not. You 13, 16, 18. Yep. 21. 21. And then after that, 26, you're off your parents' insurance. So <laughs> can no longer play at Dad's Country Club, Benjamin, once you turn 26. That's true, too. Yeah. yeah you're out. We'll start charging you uh, for those fees. But, yeah, excited, man. Excited for the uh, the day. He's, he's a special kid. You guys know. Uh, I've talked about him a ton uh, on this show and just so happy to be his dad. If you've, ever, uh, if you've ever thought, if you're out there and you're in a relationship, you're married or whatever, and you've thought, oh, we're kind of on the fence, don't be. Don't be on the fence. As hard as it is, as hard as it is, <laughs> there are days where you're like, somebody just take me out. Somebody just take me out, please. I want to get in my car. I want to drive to Mexico. There are those days. But, man, like the the the, the payoff is so much more than the uh, the trouble. Now, it wasn't so just fun. Bo's birthday. It was also the anniversary of your first meeting yeah. with, with Bo's mother. With the missus. Yeah, that was... Um, Did you celebrate? Uh, we're celebrating this coming weekend. This coming weekend. Yeah, and I was lucky. She let me smash it all into Valentine's Day and the whole bit. See, so that's what we do because we're smash we've got it our wedding anniversary on the 16th, of Valentine's Feb. on the 14th, yep. and our first date was on the 13th of February. So we've got we've got all of our key anniversaries all packed into a four-day span, which means just kind of one, one celebration. one big celebration. Well, and I screwed up because she. this is what happens in my house. Hannah says, by the way, we're celebrating our anniversary on the 11th. I said, great. So I didn't get a card. I didn't get flowers. I ordered a present for her. It's not here yet. I woke up that morning on Saturday, and she had a card and a, a gift for but me. But she said the 11th. She said, And I said, you said the 11th. She said, yeah, but it's the day of. And I go, well, all your, you're going to have all of this on the 11th, as we had previously agreed to. And she's like, well, so, so nothing. I go, no, nothing. I got nothing. I Thought today was going to be all about our, our son. And then we we're going to do ours on that assigned date that you assigned. And I got you nothing. You fell into the trap. I did. Son of, of believing her. me. Of believing her. You fell into that trap. I'm going to start going a week early and making her feel bad. <laughs> just go, I'll just go mid-January and be like, hey, happy anniversary, by the way. Yeah, I don't think she'll feel bad, though. So I woke up, and she had a nice card and a nice gift. She got me this new sweatshirt over here from Encinitas Ranch. It's lovely. It's very, very uh, soft and um, yeah, I had nothing for her. Zero. Foster hook her up with a discount? I think that? so. Yeah, okay. I think so. Hey, shut up. Don't tell hey, See, she's got a lookalike as well on on. She does. There's this, we got another text over the weekend from this uh, from our friend from, from LOB. She said, I'm watching this show on Netflix, and there's this actress that looks just like Hannah. And uh, I said, and this is the third time I've heard this. Uh, and the funny thing is, she's married to a guy that's a Padres fan. They're out on a walk. He's got the Pods hat on, and uh, they're all you know cuddled up uh, on a walk. But it looks just like her. What's her name? Did you find it? I didn't have her name. I'm sorry. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, her name is, oh, Brianne Howie. 
he didn't look anything like you. No, he he's much fan. better, more attractive than me. Uh, she's on Jenny, Jenny and Georgia on Netflix. I've never seen it, but I'm going to start watching. Okay, they do. They look very, very similar. It's very odd. Yeah, I was, uh, I was going to wait. Hold on, which one? I had to stop for a second and go, which one's Hannah and which one's the actress? It took me a it second. It is. It is a little to weird. actually figure it out. Yeah, it's very, very strange. But then I saw, well, that's not you. I, would she be posing with another Padres fan? So that Hannah? Must, yeah. Yes. That must not be her. She would. She would pose. Yeah. Jake right. Cronenworth. Uh, 833-288-0973. Do we have any contestants on the line here, Paulie, yet? Go ahead and get to, find, find a contestant. You got one? We'll, calling for FanFest, I think. We'll, uh, we'll, People are still calling for FanFest? That's Fest? fine. We can give it another second oh or two God. while we find someone uh, to play Take on Woods here in a minute. Uh, we still, to come... Uh, we'll get to some other topics. I've got, uh, we had Jesse Agler who joined us uh, at FanFest, and we're going to bring you that conversation as well. I love how his mind works. I love how his mind works. When And you'll hear it in the interview in case you missed it. Him talking about the rule changes and all the, the different ways it's going to affect uh, players. Another fascinating little nugget that came out of that interview is that a lot of our guys are going to go play in the WBC. They've all been talking about it. But the rules in the WBC allegedly are the old rules, the normal bases, the ones that they're all used to, by the way. No pitch clock. All these things that they're in spring training to learn how to do and assimilate into the, the new game, they're going to have to go back to the old way in the WBC. I've um, I've seen well, mostly the take that, boy, you are going to be surprised at how different baseball looks this year. But I've also seen a couple of the people go, I think people are overblowing this, and you're going to adjust really, really quickly And by the time, because players are going to have to adjust as well, you're not even really going to notice the differences that much once they get the game started and the season started. So I'm curious to know where it really does land. Well, it's like anything. It's going to take some getting used to. Okay. Oh, we got some contestants on the line. Let's get to it. Let's play some Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 All right, we got Sean calling in as our contestant this morning. How you doing, Sean? My God, he just turned off. I told you, you said, wait one minute, Sean. It's been that kind of morning. Well, it hasn't been that kind of morning, but when you move the game around, you get a whole different audience, and I guess they just, okay, phone line back open again, 833-288-0973 if you want to join us. Um, maybe we should just bring Woods. Woods, come on back. Well, he can't see us, and he's not going to even look he's up for another like three minutes at all. So we'll just you got to wait for the delay. We'll just wait for someone to call, and we'll figure it out. Eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. Oh, Take the big sigh, the big sigh, the big sigh. He took my golf away. I could be hitting, watching the PGA Tour. That's great radio. You watching. TV. Yeah, but then I'll update you on the leaderboard, and everyone wants right. to know what's, Sean's back. what's happening. All right, it's me. It's there you go, Sean. Off. All right, we got you back. Thank you, Sean, for calling back. All right, here's how the game works. Uh, we'll give you five questions of musical trivia, then Woods will come back in with the same five questions. If you beat or tie him, you will qualify for our grand prize getaway to Las Vegas, a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas, spa treatment for two at Serenity Spa, and a VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. Here's the part I have to read. The Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovations. Home of legendary Vegas fun. Must be 21 or up. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, you get to pick our category, Sean. Here are your choices. 
Philly special, answers that have something to do with the city of brotherly love and their Super Bowl-bound team. Neverland, five song titles that include the word never. And Rockstar, five musical answers containing the word star. So, Sean, Philly special, Neverland, or Rockstar, what's it going to be? Uh, let's go with uh, Neverland. Neverland. Okay, again, we are searching for five song titles that include the word never. Uh, if you don't know an answer, you can pass. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. And we'll start with our two-second song. Polly's going to just play a little clip of a well-known hit. You need to give me the title and the artist to score that point, and we'll go from there. Sean, are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. The category is Neverland. Your time begins when Paul plays our music. Good luck, Sean. Let's take on Woods. In excess, never tear us apart. Correct. Don't expect a reconciliation with Taylor Swift in which lead single from her Red album with a seven-word title. Fast. It's rumored that Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind wrote which hit song to freak out Charlize Theron? Pass. Corey Hart's top performing single could also be which two-word phrase a general might say to his cornered army? Pass. Albert Hammond does a good job describing the weather in San Diego in which song from 1972? Don't expect a reconciliation with Taylor Swift in which lead single from her Red Album with a seven-word title. Oh, we are never getting back together. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's rumored that Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind wrote which hit song to freak out Charlize Theron. Mm. All right, I'll give you we are never, ever getting back together for two points. You did get Never Tear Us Apart by In Excess, and then it just kind of went downhill from there. Uh, Never Let You Go is Third Eye Blind. Never Surrender is Corey Hart and the uh, the general to his cornered army. And Albert Hammond, the old classic, It Never Rains in Southern California. All right, let's bring Woods back in. Sean's score of two is locked in. Woods back into the room. All right, Sean, is your, we had a little drop-off and they came back. Sorry it took so long. Did it feel like you were out there for a long time? It did. It did. Yeah, you were. It did. Did you, you guys were. give him a little extra time? No, or? no, he, he dropped off and then we had to wait for him to call back in and you were already on your phone. Well, Anthony so. tweets in, happy birthday, Bo. Uh, Mia loves watching baseball with her dad. His daughter, Mia, turned two yesterday. So shout out to Mia. Happy birthday to you. All right. Your perfect uh, your perfect record of the month is on the line here. 60 seconds on the clock. Woods doesn't get the category. Start with our two-second song. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Sean. Never tear us apart in excess. Correct. Don't expect a reconciliation with Taylor Swift in which lead single from her Red Album with a seven-word title. We are never, ever getting back together. Correct. It's rumored that Stephen Jenkins of Third Eye Blind wrote which song to freak out Charlize Theron. Never let you go. Correct. Corey Hart's top performing single could also be which two-word never phrase. Never surrender. Correct. Albert Hammond does a good job describing the weather in San Diego in which song from 1972. Never rains. In San Diego. In Southern California. Southern California. <laughs> so, that's four. Either way, you get the win, though. Four to Ooh. two. Four and a half to two over Sean today. And Woods Albert remaining. Hammond's son is in the strokes. Is that true? Albert Hammond, Albert Hammond Jr. Jr. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those kind of corny old classics. Give me some Corey effing Never Art surrender. Polly. You can do a lot worse. That category, by the way, was called Neverland. All the answers included... 
Never. Never. I love that In Excess song, In the too. title. That is so a good much. one. Never Tear You Apart. It's Never. fantastic. Yep. But, I love, uh, you I like love Corey Hart oh, as well. I, lo- I haven't heard it in years. It's so fantastic. All right, fantastic. Let's um, let's take a time out. We'll come back. Uh, we may get some more phone calls. We'll definitely get to our conversation with Jesse Agler from FanFest on Saturday and much more with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Because just a little more time could open closing doors. Just a little uncertainty can bring it down. And nobody wants to know you now. And nobody wants to show you how. So if you're lost and on your own, you can never surrender. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Check out our all-new podcast called Inside San Diego Baseball with Sam Levitt. Sam discusses Sammy. all things Padres and Major Sweet League heart. Baseball with weekly episodes. Find it at 97.3thefansd.com, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. Good to see Sam out oh, the at best. Fan Fest. The guy helped us fill like the last two minutes. Such a G. I love Sam. Then he helped Scravey fill his first few minutes as well. Yeah. What a man she is. Stuck man. around, did all the press conferences. He always looks so sharp, too. He's so dapper. He, um, someone, like bro, I'm sitting there in joggers. Some lady, actually, I posted a picture on Instagram. She's like, 
why are you wearing sweatpants? I'm like, Jeez, I don't know, because I, I can, I guess. I just I had just come from a five-year-old's birthday party jumping on trampolines. I'm not going to be in Dockers. Someone took a picture of Sam at our table. My wife did. To oh, us. no, no. Somebody, my wife and commented. commented and said, is that a tripod in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see Ben and Woods? Now, when she wrote it, I go, babe. And then I had to go look, look at the picture. And there's actually a tripod sticking <laughs> yeah, out of in the back, back of pocket, his, his, his small camera tripod was in his pants while he was doing our interview. It's very crass by my <laughs> missus, but that's why I married It was him. there, though. It was there. It was there. She was actually being quite factual. He had an actual tripod sticking out of his back pocket. <laughs> What's going to be fun, uh, you know, we're heading out to spring training uh, in a couple of weeks. Going to be bringing you as much coverage as we can. But there's one day where we're going to be broadcasting from our Airbnb. And uh, I'd like to have Sammy over. I'd like to have him over to hang with us that morning, you know, do like... I bet he'll bring coffee and, yeah, and like, bagels or donuts. Well, don't put anything on him, Ben. We really? can make our own okay. breakfast. Fine. It's not... That's fine. We'll, have, not, Je- we'll have Jesse bring it over. See ben. if he wants to try Detroit-style pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Sam can rub us down while we're on the air, make us feel more relaxed. Well, he's already served as a food runner once during our Christmas extravaganza. I just want him to hang out. I'm not trying to give him a job. <laughs> can you go fill Ben's tires while you're here, Sam? Because we noticed they were a little low on the drive. Check Paulie's oil as well. Uh, I got some laundry piling up if you want to get to that. He's not a gopher. He's a colleague. We just have him over. <laughs> Maybe he'll bring bagels. Maybe he'll... He's Sammy's the rookie. The... He's the new the rookie. guy. Oh, no. His rookie season's almost over. Are it's, you hazing him? It's oh, going to be God. almost a year since he's been here. We only have a few You weeks are that old of, media of rookie hazing Sammy Levitt. You're the old media guy. he's a veteran, too. That's unbelievable. Well, I mean, it's us. Probably not hire anybody new for four years. That's a good so point. He'll be the rookie, be the rookie for, a for a long time. time. <laughs> he's the only new blood I think I've seen since we started, but... We're, Sammy, if you're listening, we don't need, Paul and I don't need you to do anything when you come over. Just come hang out. I thought it'd be fun. We all get in the pool, do the show from the pool or the hot tub or something. It'd be great. I'm sure someone's thinking about the equipment shouldn't be too close to yeah, the water. Probably. But we'll make it work. Yeah. We'll make it work. Uh, we had a, a, I had to do a double take at the conversation between Paul and Woods during our break. Were you actually talking a little basketball you know my, during our break? You know my stance. My stance officially is. And. And I get grief for this from people. Like when people so I, I don't I'm not a big NBA fan. And instead of coming on here every day and pretending that I know what I'm talking about, I've decided to just lean into the fact that I don't watch a lot of NBA. You're gonna find other sports talk radio or television. Colin Cowherd, when he talks baseball, you know he doesn't know what he's talking about. Am I right or am I right? You're right. Yeah, I'm right. Instead of just saying, I don't even really follow the game much, he, nobody wants to admit that they're, they don't do I'll admit it. I admit it. I don't watch the NBA much. I watched a bunch this weekend. And I, here's the thing, though. I know the players, the big ones. I'm riveted always by the trade deadline. I'm riveted by any drama going on in the NBA. It's like I like that stuff. When it comes to the actual game, yes, the finals, okay, sure, no problem. But when it comes to you know uh, uh, the 30th game of the season, you know wolves and or T wolves and Grizzlies, I don't care. No, I think that's fair. Uh, I mean, we had plenty of drama though over the weekend. First, uh, you had LeBron approaching Kareem's record, scored 27 more on Saturday night, but in another loss for the Lakers to the Pelicans, 131, 126. So now he is 36 points away from breaking the all-time scoring record with home games tomorrow. 
and Thursday night, okay, both so nationally he, he's televised. Getting it at home. We all agree he's getting it. Yes. There's almost no way, unless he gets hurt, that LeBron is not getting at least 36 in the next two games. Now, will he get it all tomorrow night against the Thunder, I believe? He is averaging exactly 30 points per game this year. Or will it wait until Thursday against the Bucks, kind of early in the game? We don't really know. That's well, the no, big there's, question. There's no way to know. I the mean, money says people are betting on Thursday because tickets to Thursday's game are about five times almost how much it costs to get into the stadium tomorrow. But he scored over 36 plenty of times this season, so he absolutely could do it tomorrow. It would happen late in the game, and we just don't know. So that's... Well, let me ask you guys this. You guys know more than me. With that on the line, now, it changes because you know you have another home game in, in two days. But with that on the line, not that LeBron has any trouble getting his looks and getting his <laughs> shots off at a game. It's LeBron James. You let him dictate the flow of the game. Does he? Does he then force a few here and there? Does he then try to say, I'm getting this thing tonight? I think, That's going to be the I interesting think it, thing. I think he can get it tomorrow. I do. There, 100%. There's no question that man but can put I, up 36. So I think it's going to be very telling. Let's say. Wait, 36 is the tie or the win? 36 is the win, I think. The go win. Ahead. Yeah, okay. So uh, 35 to tie, 36 to go ahead. Got it. I think it would be telling if he's got like 30 in the fourth quarter, but the Lakers are way ahead. You know, normally you might pull him out and sit him. Do they want to get it just done with? Or do they not mind doing it in the first quarter of the next game oh, you're against have a Milwaukee? Stadium full of people. If they pull him out of the game, yeah. yeah, it'll be like Fan Fest Part Two. <laughs> it's so the so that's sequel. that's part of the drama. But the other part is that LeBron is being kind of passive aggressive, mad at the Lakers. Ooh, for not trading for Kyrie Irving. So yesterday's big NBA story: the Dallas Mavericks pulling off the trade for Kyrie. Uh, they sent Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie. Three future draft picks to the Nets. I think a first-rounder in like 2027 and two second-rounders even later than that. The Lakers reportedly did offer Russell Westbrook and two first-round picks, but Dallas wanted younger player like Austin Reeves. The Lakers said no. And LeBron, who had been pushing for it, uh, seemed like he was unhappy. He tweeted out just three words, maybe it's me, oh, is what he said. No, he did it. Yeah. And everyone trying to read into what, what that exactly meant. I don't think it's it's too much of a, a stretch. Uh, Bill Plaschke in the LA Times uh, writing this morning, the tweet from LeBron James who would openly campaign for Irving, despite overwhelming evidence he would be a bad fit. A passive-aggressive shot at Lakers owner Jeannie Buss and general manager Rob Palenka. Maybe it's me, James declared Sunday afternoon. No, maybe it's about it. It is him. LeBron James has been such a horrible general manager that the Lakers would be fools to allow him to continue... <laughs> To make trades. His support of Irving wasn't the main reason the Lakers lost the Irving bidding to the Dallas Mavericks, but it sure didn't help. How about the reports coming out that Joe Ty was like, yeah, I'll trade him to anybody but the Lakers. I am... Which is what Kyrie wanted. as As a Lakers fan, I'm both disappointed and kind of relieved. I don't really like Kyrie that much. He is having a good season. He's averaging 27, 5, and 5. And not even playing a ton of minutes. I mean, he's putting up a good, efficient stat line each night. Something the Lakers could desperately use right and, now. And playing in a, in, a, in, a, in a situation he doesn't want to be in either. I don't really want to cheer for Kyrie that much. He's just never been never been my guy. And now, you know, after all the stuff that, you know, the controversies that he steps into himself or whether he wants to or not, I have no idea. But 
doesn't endear me to Kyrie Irving. So part of me is just glad that he's off to another team. But now the Lakers don't really have much of a solution for how they're going to get over the hump. I mean, they're not even a playoff team right now, and I've just kind of let this season go almost. Now the Mavs went from like twenty-two to one to, to ten to one to win the title by adding Kyrie Irving to to Luca, and we'll see if that makes a difference for that team. But uh, yeah, they didn't want to trade him to the Lakers. Clippers were supposed to be involved as well. Didn't go to the Clippers either. He is going to the Dallas Mavericks. Which answers, you know, even me, the very lay layman NBA fan. What have we always? What have we been saying about Mark Cuban? It's always surprises us that he ad, hasn't added more stars around Luca, who's a generational type talent. Um, and now, you know, Mavericks fans. Well, be, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. You got it. He, he, Kyrie, though, Paulie and I were talking about it before the the show today. If he could just literally focus on basketball, it's a great trade. It's Kyrie Irving. I don't think anybody expects him to go in there and just focus on basketball. But. Just on the court? Just on the Low court. Low risk, high reward. Yes. I mean, I talked to a buddy yesterday who's a big Mavericks fan. He goes, I don't care about the pieces we got rid of. I just don't know that I'm ready for the, the Kyrie experience. That's yep. that's the tough part. It's the it's, You can't it's, separate the It's two. the baggage that comes along with it. So... Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's going to be stoked to play with Luka, and they're going to go out and dominate. Sure, going to be fun to watch uh, if you're a Mavericks fan. But, yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of my, my Dallas media friends tweeting, wow, this is going to be my best exercise at separating the art from the artist. And then somebody else tweeted, sports are just a, it's just a compromise. It's just, that's all sports are. At this, it's just a compromise. At this point, though, LeBron probably be better off next year going, whatever you do, Lakers, don't draft Bronny James, right. my son. right, right. Please don't, please don't draft him. I don't think he'd be a good fit with the Lakers. That might be the only Incredible. way that ensures that Bronny James would actually play for Los Angeles at this point. All right, let's uh, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. Jesse Agler was uh, kind enough to sit down with us at FanFest on Saturday. Some great topics as we get ready for the baseball season. We'll do that next with Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Saw tons of Padres fans at a fan fest on Saturday. I mean, literally, like if you weighed them, yeah, like tons, and several tons. metric tons of Padres fans. We're like a half a ton between us, aren't we? Was... <laughs> Not quite. I mean, over a quarter of a ton. We're now. definitely a quarter ton morning yeah. show. We do. We definitely. Well, with the three of us, yeah. we're approaching half a ton. That's Not what, quite there. That's what a thousand. A half pounds? a ton would be we're, one thousand we're... pounds. We could throw Jesse Agler in. He wouldn't. We wouldn't help much. He's one thirty-eight, <laughs> getting us to the total. Well, ton, you think he weighs one hundred fifty pounds. But we're, also, we're, not, we're also not each like three hundred plus. So. You know what? Let's no. uh, let's just get we're to ways. Jesse. We had a great conversation with him on Saturday, and huh. we'll bring that to you right after traffic here on ninety-seven three. The fan. Look who is here. He is one of the masters of ceremonies today. He is the voice of the Padres here on ninety-seven three. The fan. None other than Jesse Agler yeah, joining us. Oh, Jesse Agler's in the Jesse. You guys work Saturdays? No. No. Oh, not wow. usually. Don't. But okay. what if, uh, how could you not be here for this? This is incredible. Uh, this is unbelievable. God, man. I, I got stuck in what I think was the worst of the traffic on Imperial, as everybody else did, I guess. And normally that would make me very upset. And I just kept thinking to myself, this is as good as it gets. No doubt. And it's uh, it's been an incredible day uh, being out around the ballpark, meeting people, seeing people, hearing from the fans. I mean, uh, this this is not normal, what's going on, and in the best way possible. Now, I saw I saw you up on stage. I couldn't really hear what was going on. What was kind of your role so far today? I uh, moderated a couple of panels, was part of a, a panel with uh, Don and Mud and Tony, and then the last one with Peter Seidler, A.J. Preller, Bob Melvin, and Eric Gruppner, um, which was really neat. And, I mean, when we introduced Peter – the fans were chanting his name. Wow. How many of the 30 major league owners do you think would show up to FanFest and have the fans chant their name? Steve Cohen, probably. Yeah, probably Steve uh, Cohen. I don't yeah. know that they can do FanFest in their weather, but if they did, he would get you know cheered. He would be loved. Peter Seidler, as he was today. That might be the list, guys. I mean, there might be a few owners who they chant their name, but they start with a word that we can't right. say on the yes. radio. It's and a different chant. Yes. Different sort of chant. It is yeah. not a chant of uh, admiration <laughs> or affection. And, I mean, that's that's kind of all you need to know, right? That the owner is getting the same kind of reception that the all-star third baseman is. Uh, and it's it's just a remarkable time here in San Diego. It really is. It's hard to wrap your head around. Uh, yeah, I've been here 13 years. And, and to watch the the change uh, in the organization, in the fan base, uh, just in the caliber of player, it's, it's remarkable. When you look up and down this, what should be the 26-man roster, Jesse, you're like, how? How did... They score this, a lot of runs, man. How did this happen? You know, I mean, and, and 20 games in, getting Tatis back, who, by the way, looks fantastic, uh, looks like he feels fantastic, looks like his head is where it needs to be, is saying all the right things, is doing all the right things so far. Uh, adding a guy like that back is very, very scary. Love you, too. Thank you. Very, very scary. She was talking to Ben. To this I think she was talking oh, to yeah, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, she was talking to Jesse, me, or Ben. We, we need a ruling. The uh, the Fernando thing is obviously huge. And, and, look, there are question marks physically and otherwise. Yep. Uh, not playing for a year is a big deal no matter the circumstances. Uh, but I'm definitely team optimist when it comes to him. I mean, he's just – I think a lot of people have forgotten just how talented he is. No doubt. And how incredibly special he is. Um, you know, mentally there will be some hurdles to get over, and there's no way to get over them without going out and playing. And and he'll do that. And, and I loved what Joe Musgrove said earlier today. You guys probably have the sound. Uh, if, if you played it already, I apologize. But he, he said something to the effect of, 
you know, at some point, Fernando's going to have to forgive himself yes. and, and sort of get past this being a thing. Um, now, we all know that can't happen on February 4th. I don't know that it can happen during spring training. I don't know that it can happen in the first few days back from the suspension. But at some point, he's going to have to move past it himself, kind of know that, hey, i got to be on the up and up. i got to do everything right from here on out. But it, it can no longer be a part of, like, his, his everyday consciousness. And to hear a guy like Joe Musgrove say that, I think it's so important because it sort of opens that door up to Fernando yeah. and allows him to be like, okay, if, if Joe thinks that, it must be true, and that's going to be a big part of the success well, of this team. Has. And that, that is, and, and that's all fine and dandy, but again, what he brings on the field. Yeah. I mean, if you really parse it out and you look at the history of athletes that have done things wrong, uh, it's way down the list. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. way down yeah. the list. Yeah. Uh, winning typically takes care of, of everything. Performance typically takes care of everything attitude typically takes care of everything so far so good getting him back a couple weeks into the season adding him to this already all-star laden lineup is just going to be silly it's going to be silly have we looked up yet what the padre single season run record is as, as a team because i'm taking the over yeah i'm gonna take yeah the over. i mean they're gonna smash it's gonna be so much fun to watch just a nightmare for opposing pitchers as well horrible to have just to get through that lineup horrible. like three straight days you come in you know, we got to go through this lineup over and over and over again. I was talking to Mud about it earlier, and I don't normally uh, consider him an expert on pitching, despite the fact <laughs> that he pitched. Um, but, you know, he said, look, the veteran guys, and he didn't name names, but you think about a Scherzer or whoever, they're not going to be bothered by no. it. But there are very few of those guys. And for your average major league starting pitcher, or for your young, and you see plenty of them over the course of the season, young starting pitcher, he's going to look at that lineup up on the scoreboard before first pitch, and he's done. <laughs> done. Yep. Before it even starts. 100%. And that's that's a real thing that will be happening this year. Jesse, uh, I think we're less than three weeks away from you like calling our first spring training game here on 97.3 The Fan, You are right? correct. 20 days from 20 today. 20 days from today. Now, one thing that almost everyone can agree on, from players to coaches to broadcasters to fans, spring training always feels too long. And other than you know stretching out pitchers, which is why they kind of have that many games, yeah. it usually is. However, this year... There's some things to get used to. Yeah. Pitch clocks, yeah. new rules, no shift, and broadcasters are going to have to get used to those rules as well. I'm sure you've already put some thought into it. How do you think the game will look or feel different this season? I, I think it's going to look incredibly different. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know that they're going to knock 20 minutes off that time you see in the box score. <laughs> they're not. That's it's, what they did in the minors. I don't think that's going to happen in the big leagues where all of a sudden the average time of game is now like two hours, 41 minutes. I don't think that that's going to happen. However, it's going to look different when you're watching it. The pace will be picked up pitch to pitch. Uh, I was talking to Nick Martinez about that earlier today, and, and he was like, yeah, I've been working on, you know, sort of different things I can do in order to be a little bit more quick, knowing that that's coming. Um, the shift thing obviously will change the way it looks. Literally, the bases being bigger will look different. They're um, cartoonishly large. I just saw them. Yeah. They're massive. Yeah, Maybe it's going to be really weird that first time you look down on the field from your seats. You it's go, wow, that's wild. Yeah, it's but wild. you'll get used to it like everything else. But, yeah, no, I think the, the, the game is going to look very, very different. Um, I, I don't know exactly how it's all going to be yet because we haven't had a game yet but yeah you're right this is a good year for spring training and as bob melvin was saying to us a few minutes ago like the most important part of it is these guys are going to have as much time really as they need to become accustomed to it during spring training so by the time you do get to march 30th and the rockies are here it's like all right no big deal you know we've been doing this world baseball classic or not everybody should be okay are those rules in the wbc apparently not yeah. You now are, I don't know that that's like locked me. in. It's a very good question you asked. Oh. Um, but it's uh, as I have most recently understood it, no. Smaller bases, 
Well, the bases that they're all used to for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Shifts allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no pitch clock. Oh my god. So, I, I think one of the interesting ones is going to be the maximum of two throws over to first base yes. as a kickoff. Yes. We, and for you, especially Jesse, the way you kind of call the game because that that'll be a dramatic moment. Yeah. If, there's yeah. been, if there's been two pickoff attempts. That runner knows. Look for him to go. He can either go, or if they try it and they fail to pick him off, then it's essentially a balk and they get second base automatically. That's going to be kind of a game within the game that increases the drama as you're kind of laying out what you see in front of you. How many pitch outs have you seen in the last 15 years? Not that many. Not that many. Four. Yeah. yeah, not that many. You're going to see them now, right? It's a, it's a, you would it's think a, a, you're going to see. You don't get charged for that, so you can yeah. do that. So you can yeah, it's a ball, but yeah. you know, yeah. you're you're going to see. I think more pitch outs than we've seen recently. I think you see a lot of pitchers working on slide steps. Those guys who maybe aren't so fast. Like, yeah, I, bet, no, I don't mean fast between pitches. I mean fast delivering to the plate. You're going to see guys who've never slide stepped before going to slide step, um, and it's fascinating to me because you're right. That's the the biggest one. Um, like, is Trey Turner going to steal 100 bags this right, year for the 100%. Phillies? 100. percent Like that to me seems at this moment like a realistic possibility. Like Fernando could steal 60, 70 bases if that's the way the Padres want to play it. I'm not right. sure they would, but like guys with that kind of speed and base running ability, I think could put up some numbers unless the pitchers sort of do figure this out. And, but, and I'm not convinced that they won't, by the way, because, all right, let's say you've thrown over twice. Right. And now everybody in the building knows no. he can't throw over again unless he gets him. So is the guy going to take a 20-foot lead and just take off on first movement? You know, is there going to be some other gamesmanship? Is that where you're going to see that pitch out? Like, what kind of weird little things that we've never considered are they going to come up with? But I'll tell you this. In the minor leagues when they were doing this, the numbers were crazy. Remember last year when the Padres called up uh, Esteri Ruiz? Yes. And everybody was going crazy because he had stolen 60 bags or whatever in 20 games. And we were going on with you guys. I said, well, pump the brakes on Settle that. Settle down. Yeah, because those stolen bases were not big league stolen bases. But, like, that's what was happening in the minors last year. And you got you got some real, real opportunity. So yeah. we, as a team, gave up a, a buttload of stolen yeah. bases last year. Yeah. Didn't throw anybody up. A lot of people wanted to say, well, it's Nola, it's Camposano, it's, it's whoever behind the dish. Uh, Alfaro. Pitchers. Pitchers. It was the, always. The pitchers. Always. They were all to a man were almost so slow to the plate. Did not hold runners well. How does that I mean, that's I, that's got to be something that they work on. I mentioned the slide step thing Nick Martinez was talking about it today. And he said, he got, I haven't slide stepped since I was in Japan. And apparently, and i got to talk to him more about this. It was interesting. It's like a really big deal in Japan. The teaching no, the, slide, the step. slide step. They're, like, obsessed with it there. It's, like, a really, really big part of coaching pitching. And he said he hadn't done it, you know, since he left. Um, and all offseason he's been working on his slide step, knowing that, you know, I'm not the quickest to the plate. <laughs> and i got to be able to mess with the timing. Because, hey, as a pitcher, if you know these guys are running wild, I mean, things can get away from you in a hurry. In, I, in, a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think, you know, you Darvish was one of the biggest culprits when yeah, it came oh, yeah. to so was Blake, allowing base lefty. runners. Yet, you Darvish is as adaptable as any yeah. pitcher yeah. that I've ever seen pitch in terms of, you know, how he can control everything. I'd be shocked if you didn't have a couple of wrinkles ready for this season, knowing that it was coming. 100%. You know, and, and I mean, they're smart guys, and they'll yeah. figure it out, Jesse. Like you said, they'll make adjustments, too. Yeah, Darvish is as weird as it sounds because of how many bases have been stolen against him in his career doesn't worry me as much as other guys because as you said he's he's up for the challenge he's also a slow worker now there's a clock i don't think that bothers him i think you is like all right i'll do it differently you know the same way i've changed the kinds of pitches that i use a thousand he's times. one of those guys it's yeah. like look, keep throwing it at me and i'll figure it out he's also been with the stolen bases kind of like greg maddox-esque in that he doesn't care 
truly, I think. You know, if a guy steals second, he's like, all right. All right. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't change Still what I'm doing. Still not going to let you score. Right. So, exactly. yeah, bears yeah. down and, yeah. and makes his yeah. pitch. Oh, man, that's going to be so fascinating yeah. to watch. I do. I have a, a little sympathy for, for the catchers. I do because, yeah. I mean, it, it, it looked pretty ugly. You can only do so much back there. There's only so much you can do. I yeah. mean, not everybody's Yachty. Not everybody's Pudge. You know what you're going to hear a lot of? Pop time. Pop time. Get ready for pop time. Mm. You saw those videos of Ethan Salas, didn't you? Good I met him this morning. <laughs> did you? you did. Okay. Yeah. What a kid, man. 16, 16 years old. Unbelievable. I mean, I haven't met him He's in more mature yet, than I am. Very impressive. Very impressive. Bilingual. Really cool, yeah. Uh, poised. I mean, you don't see that out of 16-year-olds no, at all. No. This is very impressive. If anyone's wondering, he's the uh, top international prospect who the Padres signed a few weeks ago out of uh, Venezuela, right? Yep. Venezuela. And I've only seen some of the videos, but I know he went out into the community with the Padres yesterday. You he's don't here. usually do that with 16-year-olds either. Jackson That's Merrill out there. Very he's impressive. here, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a good reminder for all of us, right, that – this isn't just Manny and Xander yeah. and Fernandez. There is more coming. Uh, there is more coming, and, and that's that's exciting. This I just keep looking around. This it's is unbelievable, crazy, huh? It really it feels like a um, it feels like a celebration, like a World Series celebration, which you can only imagine uh, what that's going to look like when it does in fact Better happen. Better than this, yeah. Bigger. If this is day one, what's yeah. that look like? Exactly. I, I said insane. that when I was out at the stage. You know, the Gallagher Square, totally packed, packed totally packed, like a Friday night sellout. And I was like, guys, this isn't even a game. No. Like, and the energy, I mean, it's going to, basically every game this year is going to be near sold out. You're probably going to be averaging 40-something thousand yep. all season yep. long, 79 home games. Just think about what that's going to be like in here. You're not going to want to miss a game. I mean, what, the last game here, here on was. 97-3 the fans. Here on 97-3 the fans. Game two, game two of the NLCS against the Phillies, which was an incredible game. That comeback, game two winning against the yeah. Phillies was the last game here. At Petco Park, and I thought it's going to be tough to bring that energy back. I mean, you had the Dodger win in Game Four, you had the Phillies win in Game Two of the NLCS, and here's the energy right back again. Right February. back again, and it's going to be here the whole time. I mean, the, the Dodger game in the rain, yeah. all of that. It was like out of a movie. You know, I don't know that we're going to find that like on Wednesday, May 18th against the Diamondbacks. <laughs> we may, but we, we may. might. Like, it's not crazy to think it's that it could out. be in range. Back in the day, you knew you weren't right. Here now. Uh, especially Fernando coming back. That, yeah. What's that first home game going to be like when he's back here? If he's healthy and ready to go, that first home game with him back, this play, the doors are going to blow off this place. And I'll you, be one of them. And sure. you know he's hitting a home run in the first game. Sure, he's just gonna ready to go. You know he's going yard in the first game. You uh, know he is. You can almost bet on it. Well, Jesse, uh, it's going to be exciting. Amazing. Thank you for stopping by. We've got yeah. a lot going here. How about a big round of applause for Jesse, Jesse Adler, Adler, voice of the Padres here on 97.3 The Fan. Good conversation with Jesse and our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of interesting stuff on on the rule changes and how they may impact the game this season. The pickoffs, the, the slide pickoffs just trips me out. It man. is. Gonna, yeah, it's can we? Be uh, I wish we could bang the three batter minimum rule so much. That's my number one most hated rule in baseball. All right, we'll come back to Ronald Report, the dumbest Tom Brady story ever, next on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 